Podcast is about taking media action, find the problem, fix the problem. This is your opportunity. It's either a hell yes or a fuck no. It's that simple. <laughs> now is the time to take action. Now's the time to do more and be more. Here we are. Welcome to the Tango One Podcast, everybody. We're here to challenge you to do more and be more, and uh, no better time to do that than the holiday season, which is upon us right now. As you can tell, we got Casey's home for the holidays, who's going to be here. The co-host, as usual, feels normal again, and we're bringing on our eating, nutrition, fuel specialist from the garage gym, Danny, my wife, Smith, and uh, <laughs> Corey. What should we call Corey? Corey, oh, was it oh, was pop, pop can, pop, pop can, can. Oh, oh, long story, that long no, story. Explain that one. King can, king can. Doesn't not really need can, any explanation. Can, tuna can, king can. What's the big deal? So, anyways, it, <laughs> Corey was out for a walk. So let's start there. Corey's out for a walk. Oh no. Okay. Well, yeah, because come we're on, Corey. You want yeah, me to let's break go. It in? You want to break the ice? Okay. Come on. All right, whatever. So I'm out for a walk with the dogs and whatever. And um, I just get up in the morning, put the leashes on, and I go. Quick 20 minutes, half hour. Had sweatpants. Garage gym gray sweatpants on. Garage gym gray sweatpants and a sweater. It was kind of brisk. So kind of just took off out of bed and went for a walk. Morning brisk walk. And It's brisk, so you're moving fast, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I'm going pretty quick. Okay. I get around the corner where I live and... <laughs> two people girls scream out the window I can see your dick <laughs> what do you mean I was like how does this happen right Grace, and then I'll never ever buy Grace wine fence again maybe well it's I not was, the Grace no, sweatpants it's no. you free balling under them man yeah but man you just to, get out of we bed we had to you talk to you about this at the gym too like it's I'm out in the county I'm not in the day like who would have thought driving by that but you're driving at like you're driving a good clip down the road you do really gonna you do say live it? on a, like a like an open road oh my so people are moving so, that, so what yeah. you're saying is you still got it I still got it yeah <laughs> wow. flattering yeah so that's what, we, what we're saying you know so, pop can pop can yeah. king can tuna can we're not sure it's a can though this will not die will no it will All never right. die we okay. love it we I'll love it. it thank you for sharing i know liz if you're listening i know that you're crying of laughter right <laughs> now so we want to talk about holiday eating specific to christmas and just like fuel tips uh as a lot of people are coming into maybe like you know we don't like to push people to just take their uh, new year's resolutions and work with them but we do encourage people if that's your goal and that's a good time for you to start then start so well, let's uh cover some of all that right now so let's get into it. Case, I think we took some, uh, some, maybe some things from the listeners. Danny went out on Instagram and yeah, asked Yeah, so a few questions. things. There's obviously a long list um, from listeners for of what they're or looking for. Yeah, some of the main struggles and some of them are pretty, probably not basic, but I'm sure a lot of people have the same thing, like things like chocolates, for example. Or So what are some tips, let's say, 
uh, with the dessert tables or the if you're if you're at that big family dinner and that plate comes around what are some things to avoid or do you even try to avoid it I'll jump in on this one because my you know what sweets are near to my heart because my dad's a pastry chef and I've always been around sweets and they they cripple me and I know it so a big part of what I do is when I, if I'm going to pick a sweet because it's Christmas time you are it's going to be around and if you want to try to avoid let's say all the chocolate but not you want to have the ones that are what I'm trying to say is you want to have the ones that are meaningful to you so for example like my dad is a chef like I said and he'll make something special every Christmas regardless that's the sweet I will choose to have and I'll have a piece and enjoy the time with him and kind of talk about it and you know make it meaningful not just see a stack of I don't know box chocolates that you can get at the corner store I'm not going to indulge in that I'm going to indulge in like the meaningful sweets so that's where I won't totally restrict from it and void but I'll have the ones that are meaningful that's a good way to put it. I think like uh, it's almost like the food is an experience rather than just something you're shoving down your gullet, right? Yeah. yeah. And what do you do to tell yourself to avoid going down that rabbit hole of, oh, well, I've had one piece of chocolate. I'm just going to keep going. Well, I kind of like I – so I'll have – so if I'm having that – so I'm not going to have a random chocolate. Like I won't go for that. But – if you're gonna have something that's meaningful, let's say my dad's pastry, okay? I'll literally cut a piece for me and cut a piece for him and I'll sit down and have a good conversation with him and just take that time to eat it and enjoy the time with him, not um, take the bite or the, the, the bunch of chocolates and just keep eating and thinking about the next bite. Like you're just trying to get it down your gullet. Like, all oh, these are good, these are good. Stop, sit back, maybe talk have a water next to you or something, just kind of, you know, have the conversation and be present in the moment, not just shoving down chocolate. And before you know it, you don't realize that when you're not present, you don't realize it when you're eating, you just keep shoving. And then after you're done, you're like, oh my gosh, you ate all that chocolate. But if you spend the time with someone and hanging out, you have that, you know, emotional or attachment there. I mean, that's a great way to put it. And last year, I think your dad sent over was the box of uh, his. very, very good. Oh, it was the cannolis? Yes. Oh, my God. They, they were. had like a lemon cake. Not that I could remember. Anything. Oh, my God. It was delicious. They were like dynamite. <laughs> so just yeah. in case you guys haven't heard these two on the show before, uh, Corey is, uh, he's just a, a nutrition kind of like freak in terms of like, that's what he reads about. That's where his passion lies. He's also lost a hundred pounds. So Corey is somebody, like he said, who was you know, he's, he's been there and done that when it comes to like some of the goals that some of the listeners probably have. And of course, Danny, she's a uh, certification, what is it? Precision nutrition, a bunch of other stuff. She's constantly reading. She's, you know, helped hundreds of people now, hundreds, like hundreds and hundreds of people to lose a ton of weight, a ton of inches. And more importantly, they'll change their body composition. So these two, uh, they got a lot to a good advice to have. And I know Danny's one thing that she says to me all the time is she says this to a lot of things about me, but don't eat like an asshole. Right? Don't eat like an asshole. Don't act like an asshole. Don't drink like an asshole. I get a lot of it, but don't like, be let's, an let's, let's, don't be an asshole. Let's, let's focus on the don't drink like, or don't eat like an asshole. I, I like, I was going to chime in here. I like, don't eat like an asshole is a good one, but I want to switch that one. I want to coin it a little differently. I'm like, don't eat like a jackass. 
I want to switch it up. Well, it's Danny's quote. You can't change well, it. You I'll, can I'll, make I'll, it. You I'll can... take the jackass. Danny will take the, the okay, asshole. Okay, Is that good. cool? All right. Good. Or Don don't drink from a pop can. <laughs> oh yeah. I feel like no. I feel like you just got thirty <laughs> followers yeah. right now. Very good. No zero right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, so Danny. So don't eat like an asshole. What do you mean by that? No, I think that that certainly applies to the treat table, and I did notice this actually at um, a baby shower I went to recently, where there's Nikki a Paltridge. yeah Nikki's baby shower. I'm gonna be Nikki's baby's nanny, so I can speak on this, but. Um, <laughs> There's a dessert table and everyone just goes up and fills a plate with one of every kind of dessert on that table. That's not necessary. I think what Corey said, I'm like, that is a lot of sugar. That is a lot of crappy stuff for you. And we had just had a ginormous meal. I was looking at this. I don't even think I can do it because of the, the meal that we had, the courses that we had. So I think what Corey said too, which is a good point is, <laughs> take a piece a piece and step away from the table so choose that I always say to my fuel clients is choose the 10 out of 10 for you so look at the scan the table look to see what you think would be your number one option could be Corey's dad's pastry it could be you could like uh you know the chocolates from the corner store maybe that's your 10 out of 10 that's that's okay it's just that you choose what's good for you but then step away and then really enjoy and savor it instead of taking a whole plateful and eating like a savage. What I think happens there, Danny, and I think that there's something hidden behind that. Um, what I believe sometimes is we don't really know what happens before the event. So um, a lot of us, we restrict, we restrict all day or for a couple days before leading up to event. <clears throat> and the harder you restrict, the harder you hold back, when you have the opportunity to go in and have those millions of pastries are on the table, it's like, boom, explosion, it's go time. So it's just like you just indulge and you just let it all hang out because you think that you've restricted, you you let yourself go so much. You've worked up to this. Yeah, you worked up to it. That's not a good. <laughs> I've saved all my calories yeah. today yeah. for this plate of Exactly, dessert. and then and if you look at that solely, that's not a good relationship with food because food is not meant to be binged out on, it's meant to, it brings people together and like the event, right? So bring it together with other people and not so much about the, the food itself. That's where I think you can help keep yourself back. So even with that, with holiday meals, like say your full meal, like the actual dinner and stuff like that, what are things to do or is there things to do? Like, is it better for me to eat a really big dinner? How should I add things to my plate? Like, should I try to eat all my protein first? That'll fill me up more than eating all the bread and carbs to start off. Oh, or Casey, is there a trick that been, you can do? You've been do? around, haven't you? I have been. Yeah, is there a trick listening. that you can do? Yeah, is there something that I can do on my plate to say, if I eat this first, I'm gonna feel more full, so I won't have the appetite to eat as much crap later on, as opposed to like, bottomless breadsticks. You can eat a thousand of them and then still finish your meal at the end of the day. Are you going, do you have, Christmas at Olive Garden? Is Every that year. Bottomless <laughs> <laughs> breadstick. Oh, man. Yes, there's certainly something to be said about prioritizing the foods that you put on your plate and the foods that you eat first. So I definitely agree with um, pick more turkey, you know, or, or ham or whatever the protein is at that meal. Because, yes, like you said, that's going to fill you up. It's going to provide you with the um, nutrients that your body actually needs. The bottomless... <laughs> 
bread basket <laughs> at Olive Garden does not contain <laughs> the nutrients that your body needs. It just doesn't. The, the turkey and the ham and then the vegetables or the salads, those are the things you want to load your plate up with for sure. And those are the things that you want to eat first so that you start to, your body starts to yeah. notice when it's getting satisfied or full. Yeah, right. like, like, sorry, Tone. No, no, go ahead. Or like protein first, for sure, all day. And, and, and like Danny's saying, what that does, it kind of separates your time frame. So if you have a, let's say you go and you get a plate of protein, so meat first, literally just the meat, put that on your plate, eat that, take the time to eat that. Now your body's programming that it's going to the stomach. Next, let's pile on, next we'll go for the vegetables. Literally clear your plate, then have the vegetables. So separate each category, one plate at a time, which broadens your time of eating, which now you don't have a huge plate, you smash it in 20 seconds, or, or you know five minutes and then you're on to the next plate and before you know it about that 20 minute marker you're like boom that hit me like a ton of bricks and like you've over ate now you're over your you know you're over your calories or whatever you're just way over and then you later go to further dessert so if you just separate each plate at a time is what I kind of do. I think I like what you've said and you've touched on it in all the comments you made already is like broadening it or lengthening it out like you're also lengthening out that relationship, that conversation with you're having with somebody you probably don't spend a lot of time with or maybe somebody you haven't seen, especially given the circumstances over the last while. It, that, I think, is important. And I think that's like should be a focus of a lot of us on Christmas. Like if we are focusing on the holidays, I, mean, I shouldn't just say Christmas because we have something going mm -hmm. basically every day, every weekend day from now till the holidays. And this is December 10th, I think, is when we're shooting this. I'm not sure when it'll air. But... Uh, I think that's something to be learned is like just go and appreciate those circumstances. Uh, we went to Sloan's with my family last week and we put it on a decent little spread. And, and, but we spent like two hours like just like really hanging out. And it was one of the better days we've had as a, you know, with the grandparents and the kids since this whole COVID's gone down. I think it's something important. So well, I want to ask you a question because I know this is what I do at home. I want to see if it's right or wrong. And I, I don't want to ask Danny because she's next. But no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Nice hat, by the way. Danny's babushka that came Thank out of the you. holiday. This is the Ukrainian <laughs> drinking hat that came out of the holiday box, and the boys love her to wear it constantly. Yes. <laughs> but uh, so what I like to do is, and I do this for like even Super Bowl Sunday, things like that, or a wedding, or like any time I know where I'm going to be indulging a little bit more, is uh, I will only eat protein throughout that day, leading up to you know dinner. What do you think about that kind of advice? Because I know that I'm going to over, I'm going to eat bigger helping of carbs probably bigger naturally those foods are gonna have like a lot more fat in them so i'm just trying to like without measuring i'm just trying to eat in balance is that a strategy or no what's my strategy it was an effective strategy yeah question. i would i would say it's a good strategy because most of your meals let's say even if you go to a wedding it's not christmas like you're gonna find high carbohydrate high fat content regardless in the spread you'll have protein but for the most part it's full of fats and carbs because it's that's that's pleasurable. That's what you know gets the taste. But so you're gonna keep going for those. So yeah, if you load up on protein throughout the day, it's your major building block. So I think that that's a, that's a smart move. That's a very smart move. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're gonna go for a lack of a better term over on something, protein's where it's at. So if you're gonna, it's gonna one one make you uh, feel satisfied, but it's also going to encourage the fact that there's a good chance that maybe a dinner out, whether it's at a restaurant or at a family member's house, is gonna be probably, if I think about some some um, holidays that I've been to, 
it's not always that the turkey is the biggest component of the spread. I always notice that when I look at the turkey versus the all the other fixings that if you combined those fixings they're so much more than the actual turkey so I'm always like I feel bad because I always feel like I load my plate with turkey and I'm like I hope everyone else has enough but it seems like everyone There's else always enough right that's <laughs> what I mean like I feel like I shouldn't feel bad about that but I think that that at the end of the day even if you do load up on a protein later on that you're not going to go wrong with that yeah, and take advantage of the small holiday plates. I know now they're inventing these big giant ones, but like that's kind of one thing I use a little bit in terms of like, we're not promoting people to go to your Christmas dinner and measure your fucking food by any means. So one of the ways that I like to do it is like, just if I fill up a real good helping, like I would normally eat of turkey or whatever the meat is, the ham or whatever's there, and then you only have so much room left. So it's like, okay, which one of these things do I want to be on my plate to take this room? And then that's, you know, the sweet potatoes or it'd be the squash or, you know, or something or maybe something a little bit more rich. But I think it's a, a simple way to kind of keep yourself in check is by using that measuring device that's kind of natural, yeah. especially if the, if the next thing you put on is salad. So if you take the, your, your meat and then throw some salad on there, you don't have much room for that much more. So just a scoop of each thing. And, and Tony, you just said it really quick and I caught you on it. You don't want. That's something I want to say how you guys talk out how. how guys but everyone talks to themselves when it gets to those holiday meals if you say to yourself I can't have it's almost like you can't have it because you're punishing yourself like you can't have it's bad to do you you can have it you want to change your terminology and where you say it is you don't want you don't really want that so when you say give yourself you give yourself empowerment and you make a choice at want not I can't have it's restriction that's what we got to get away from is restricting, restricting so much. Yeah, and especially at the holidays. Like, I feel like who wants to be at a holiday dinner and be, like, talking themselves down? Like, mm. you don't want to be sitting there or, or taking <laughs> plates and looking at and being like, oh, like, I can't, I shouldn't eat that and I shouldn't eat that. No, if, if you really want that on that day, one day is not going to change anything. One mm. day is not. It's all of the combined habits that we have around the long time of holidays and the days surrounding that and all the treats and all the other things that are constantly available one dinner if you um kind of already have those habits in plates in, in place is not going to make the a big change so if you do want that i don't know what's what's like a common thing what would be something that you would put on your plate on a holiday that you wouldn't normally eat on a good like daily basis uh oh stuffing yeah, okay, so I love stuffing. Me too. All day. Me too. I, I, I go will for eat. that. Yeah. Me too. So really? like well, stuffing? because because yes. I don't eat that stuff normally. So I think that when I do know that maybe maybe my mom makes a good stuffing, okay, today's the day and I'm gonna have a bigger scoop of that. But like I'm not taking it home with me and I'm not making it tomorrow for lunch and I'm not making it down the road, but that's a special treat that I know I enjoy. And I know it's not going to set me back because one day doesn't mean anything. I'm going right in for Francesca's manicotti. My mom every year makes manicotti as the opening dish, and I love it. I'm going for that second roll of manicotti every time. But isn't that kind of part, like if you're thinking about it, isn't that you're already a few steps forward, right? If you're mm -hmm. thinking about, yeah, you plan. I should eat this or I shouldn't eat this, or yeah, exactly, creating a plan like, okay, I'm going to this dinner, and I'm gonna allow myself to choose three desserts, mm -hmm. right? Or I'm gonna allow myself to, you know, I'm gonna make sure I eat this 
bit of meat first, then I'm gonna do this. Even if you're conscious about it, you're gonna probably make better decisions. It's, and if you go yeah. over a little bit, cause it's your favorite dish you've ever had, then that is what it is. At least you're conscious about what you're doing and you're not just like, oh, well, it's free for all Monday and I'm just gonna go and eat everything I possibly can and turn that into <laughs> being lazy for the rest of the week. And on to that, Casey, like you said, planning ahead. A lot of the times too is I feel I've do this for you. I, you know I still do this to this day. Is you kind of almost have this anxiety, stress that a big event's coming, right? So you start trying to plan. But the goal here is not to stress about that event because that more stress causes you to just be more, you know, broken down, cortisol rise. So you're just more like stressed out through that day, and then you get there, and then your anxiety's high, and then you just go all out. You just want to think about. Who's gonna be there those days and like the bonding you're gonna have, the people you haven't seen in years or let alone a year and what relationships you're gonna make on that event. Try not to make food the sole purpose and I know it's coming from an Italian guy and for years food is, well it's always been. Food brings people around but that's what it does and that's what I think we need to focus on is what food brings with relationships and if we hone in on that and prepare for good conversations kind of steer clear from yeah and if you're sitting around the table and you're chatting right and you're you're listening to people's conversations and you're also participating one you're going to have a more enriching and um uh time at the event but also you're going to put your fork down and this is one of Corey's uh tips is like take a bite and put your fork down you know or like if for me or you like our kids sometimes you know you, you need to help them with something or you need to like you know chat with them and and say like hey do you need more turkey or that kind of thing so that's going to also then lengthen the process it's going to make you put your fork down you're going to enjoy the time with people around you instead of burying your face and eating like a jackass force yourself into the conversation you try to like actively force yourself into the conversation <laughs> even if you don't have anything to do with it you're gonna have to put your fork down right, yeah. right? a lot of times i find that you get it happens all the time, at, even at a big dinner outside of holidays, and you're not in the mix of the conversation. You're like, well, this is my time to just sit here and just, I feel awkward, I don't have anything to do, so I'm just gonna keep I'm gonna eating, eat. so yeah. I look like I'm busy, I don't look right. like I'm not contributing. Put so the if you fork contribute down. into that thing. Put the fork down and even like switch hands. Put the fork down and pick it up with your left. One bite ahead. Depends on what you're wearing, Corey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Christmas holidays. All right, listen, guys. We're going to get into uh, talk about some holiday drinks in just a second. As I say that, or get Corey to pour me another one would be amazing. Oh, I thought we were going to cheers. But we haven't had drinks on this uh, show in a while. Wow. So we will cheers after this. He I want to let everybody know that this podcast and almost every podcast that we've ever put out has been sponsored by Murray Insurance. They are... Uh, <laughs> you guys are messing me up. Tango One is sponsored by Murray Insurance and Financial Services in Kingsville, Ontario. They're in Southwestern Ontario's number one ranked Desjardins insurance agency by their clients and they're owned by Garagium Kingsville OGs, Ian and Kara Murray, who have been on this show. They've got a great story. If you want to listen to that episode, look back. Uh, Ian and Kara's team pride themselves on many of the high standards that Garagium and Tango One Solutions has come to expect. They're experts in the industry. If you want to get a hold of them, now's a great time. Give their team a call today. Send them a text at 519-733-2331. Tell them you heard them on the show and uh, go get that. Also, you guys looking for a holiday gift, the Tango One Podcast is now also sponsored by the Cigar Con Conservatory. These guys have an amazing selection of gifts and cigars of all kinds of makes and they are like absolute experts. They know everything about it. Uh, Casey hooked me up for my birthday with a beautiful uh, box set that they have there. 
right, so reach out to them, tell them that you got this information on the Tango One Show, and they'll give you a little bit extra off on that price. So let's roll. So Corey, let's talk about like Christmas drinks, and uh, everybody, let's talk about Christmas drinks. So I kind of like, I love to know like what is your Corey. First of all, you can tell us what you poured us, and I know this is your favorite. Maybe we can go around the room and kind of chat about who, what your favorite Christmas drink is. Yeah, like I got a special drink. I have every year Christmas morning. I have it ready. It's just, um, it's simple. It's eggnog, and um, I love coffee whiskey, and I I get Wolfhead coffee whiskey. Yeah, Wolfhead right, made right here in Amherstburg, so we that there's no plug. That's just a free plug for them. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a sponsorship. Eh? A whiskey plug. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, <laughs> I, this is a it's a delicious actually. What, what would you go with, babe? Vodka. No. Straight. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, vodka. What do what do we drink those like? Um, White Russians? Is that white vodka? White Russian. I love white Russians. Yeah, vodka. Yeah. Kahlua wine. and milk. Wine. I love wine. That's a great drink. Yeah. I don't know. I like all drinks, really. I don't discriminate. <laughs> Last year we hit a lot of. Uh, so was the what's the other that that goes the other coffee whiskey from Wolfhead, Cavi. So Cavi oh. with a little bit of orange bitters and a, like an orange peel in there. So like a an old fashioned like a coffee whiskey old fashioned. We were drinking those all day. That's one of my favorite. I'll, I will be definitely drinking a bottle of that with my boy Bart over the holidays. Oh, yeah. What are you going with? Let's see. Uh, Wildcat. Wildcat beer, what is uh, like something from the Sioux here. What is yeah, it? it's it's pretty fancy. It's called Fireball. Oh. Oh. Nothing better oh. than a shot of Fireball on a ski lift oh, during the winter. Yeah, so, so let's talk Nothing about that. Better to keep you warm. So this brings us into my point, and, and drinking, I believe, is much like eating. Uh, we had our garage gym Christmas party last week, and you know, Danny and I run the tab for quite a while, and uh, actually for the whole night because <laughs> I passed out because of Fireball. So we had, uh, I think there was 98 <laughs> yeah. shots of Fireball whiskey on there, 55 shots of tequila. And so coming back to the food, rather than making drinks that night just a nice thing to have with people so I could have good conversations with people I hadn't got to be in a social environment within a very long time, I went hog wild and tried to do a shot with every single person and it put me out. So I think like that's a good lesson to be learned on like going to Christmas dinner and like pouring a nice stiff drink and or whatever the drink of choice is but rather than like on christmas like rather than having like you know six beers i'd rather have like two manhattans or two old fashions or two of these and extend that time rather than get knocked out by midnight so there's a lesson to be learned there probably in, uh, in my behavior but is that the same though as like with eating like force yourself exactly. to talk to someone you haven't in a while or contribute right because mm-hmm. the same thing happens is instead of sitting there awkwardly on the side eating you sit there and drink because <laughs> some people do it like there's even mentions from some of the listeners is like drinking to tolerate the family or drinking yeah. you know just in that it's a different environment for people sometimes and it's like if you're able to force yourself into a conversation or go catch up with that cousin or aunt or uncle you haven't seen in a long time you're less likely to just sit there on your own and take shots by well, yeah. yourself, right? Yeah, Case, like you're being mindful. Shots by yourself. <laughs> I wasn't doing that just so you know. I just, well, I well you're shot. lucky that other people were around because yes. then you wouldn't be by yourself, I suppose. But. <laughs> I'm also lucky you guys found me in the parking lot, but that's a whole other story. Go ahead, Gore. No, Case, you keep touching on that, and it's good. It's, you're being mindful of what you're doing. Case, or Tony even too, like, you're having three important drinks and you're just gonna sip on it and you're being mindful and what mindfulness brings is being present. You're being present with others and I think that part right there keeps you from being just 
unpresent and just mindfully eating and, and just going amongst your way. Now you're being present in the moment with family and friends and you kind of just enjoy that time. It's like you just keep going back. It's really good. It's perfect. And there's a lot of options now that you can space out your cocktails, let's say, and especially cocktails that are maybe a little thicker than you would usually have, right? Pop the innuendos in this show are like having out of control <laughs> right? today. Pop can. You know thicker. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but like there's a lot of really great sparkling waters out there. There's a lot of really great like or even just regular water. So like let's not lose the importance of those things also that mm-hmm. I mean, I'm always on usually not always but a lot of my christmas holidays i have my kids anyway so one of us has to drive so drinking isn't always per per se an issue for me um but but i do think that like choosing to space yourself out with with alcohol before it does kind of take over and before you are like oh shit like i can't like i'm i'm way more drunk than i thought i would be yeah right yeah, and like even if, if you're getting drunk, let's say, or just you're having a bunch of drinks and you've, let's say, restricted yourself before the big meal and you're thinking like, I'm going to have, once you have, like, you can hold back as much as you want, but as soon as you have that alcohol and you're like feeling pretty good, boom, you're all in. Like, it's like no holds barred. Well, you're, you're going to lower your inhibitions for drinking and, and food. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, because when I drink, because like I found that in the seventy-five hard is like taking away the booze, take away a lot of the bad food choices I would make. Like, because generally at my meals or throughout the day, I'm making very good choices. It's after I have a few drinks where I'm like yeah. chopping down a bag of chips. So funny story from uh, the weekend, from the Christmas party weekend is. Monday rolls around. I said to Danny, I'm like, oh man, I I think I, you gotta give me one of these rapid COVID tests. I feel like shit. Or this is Sunday. Sunday. Two days later. And she sends back her text. Here's text. Check yes or no. Are you a 43-year-old man? Yes. <laughs> Were you at a Christmas party two days earlier? Yes. Did you consume 30-some-odd shots? <laughs> yes. Did you puke next to a bus? Yes. <laughs> She's like, you don't have a COVID. You have a hangover. <laughs> <laughs> so true. But wow. I rapid tested to make sure. My wife was right, of course, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> so, so lessons, lessons to be learned. So as, what do you do now? With, so you're hungover Monday morning. Do you, how do you keep your routine? Oh, right, here we go. Free, uh, a good time to plug a sponsor. One HQ Focus. Not only is it great mm-hmm. for the podcast, it is the best hangover stuff ever. Like it, like it we actually, year. as shitty as I was, we went and worked out on Saturday afternoon. You know, and I that but that is like all jokes aside, Tango Fifteen. If you want to get some of that HQ nutrition stuff, but um, all jokes aside, is uh, the last couple of times we've drank is we made an effort to not just work out but go outside. Yeah, I I don't know what it is about, especially not this time of year. Like going out, it was sunny, it was cold. But we went on a nice long walk, and it just kind of changed it. I mean, I was still felt shitty. Don't get me wrong, it didn't cure me, but it was a a lot more, and I I felt better about myself. Frankly, is which it was a big part of it because you know alcohol brings you down. You know, it's a depressant, especially the couple of days after and getting out in the sun is the opposite, right? It brings you up. So I think that's a big important. Yeah. And I think that too, um, oftentimes, in particular with holiday meals too, is, you know, people try try to send you home with a lot of things too. So let's, let's oh, try this to... Oh, makes my mom mad. Keep going. She's listening. <laughs> Francesca, you love this move by Danny. Wow. Well, yeah, because it'll be like a, you know, there'll be a massive quantity of something left that, that we don't eat on the regular. And... The answer is no, I'm not taking that with me. And no matter how many times you ask, I'm I'm just not taking those leftovers. I'll take more turkey home. I'll take more stuffing home. But 
Yes. I'm not taking the desserts. I'm not I'm not taking them because I know that no matter who you are, no matter how good your habits are, if you bring home the crap, someone's going to eat it. So do I want my kids running around the house like psychopaths? No. Do I want Tony to be like eating like a savage and eating all the stuff that he really shouldn't be eating and then feeling crappy? No. Do I want to eat it? <laughs> yes, but no. <laughs> right? So I'm just not taking it home. And it works. It's not there because if it's there, then, you know, a lazy Christmas day or a boxing day after a few busy days, it's just so easy to go in and just eat that stuff rather than go to my, you know, where we should go and make the proper food. Now, and here's the thing. Now, let's say you're hosting. Okay. And I get it because time background, my mom or my dad are hosting or people are coming over. They don't cook for... The people that are coming, <laughs> no, they don't. they're cooking for you to take leftovers. Yeah. It's they already cook for in the twelve other people yeah. who right. might show up. It's already in the plan. Yeah. Okay. It's no matter what, it's going down. So if people start declining, now you have food at your house. Okay. And if you are hosting, get out of that mindset of like trying to not give them leftovers. I know it's it's not rude to do, but at the end of the day, like you're gonna have be stuck with them. So either you decide to Pack the food up, it's Christmas time, maybe go give it to people who need it, okay? If the people are declined, you have a bunch of leftovers, you're not gonna eat it all or either you're gonna throw it away, why don't you just, you know, give it away and find a shelter and go drop it off. You know, that's why I kinda, I started spinning this a little bit because I the guilt of always, leftovers always happen with me and I like, don't wanna waste it. I don't wanna waste it, I don't wanna throw it away. But there's two terms here and I've started thinking about this and either you can waste it by eating it and wasting it on your body and having it be stored somewhere, okay? And you have to now burn it off or because energy is not created, it's transferred. So it's gonna be transferred as tissue on the body. So now you have to burn it off. So either you throw it away in the garbage where it's wasted in the garbage or you eat it and waste it somewhere else you don't need it or give it away to someone who needs the energy. Yeah, yeah so. we need to take away the word guilt. Honestly, no one should be feeling guilty about anything when it comes to holidays. You should be feeling happy and you should you should make that, don't make that statement of like, well, I feel guilty because I should, someone needs to eat it. That's not, that's not an appropriate. If you think of, a, of the term holiday or family time or anything like that, guilt should not be part of it. And I know it is. And I know that people go up to the table and they want to, they want to try, you know, aunt, aunt Bertha's mm. mashed potato hash or whatever but like I don't know I kind of gave up that guilt a long time ago yeah I, I agree with you in the guilt of and whoever asked about the uh drinking to tolerate family like I mean <laughs> I mean don't go we, you can't <laughs> yeah exactly like don't go you know we don't have to go everywhere you don't have to do everything with like Last year was a prime example. There was a lot of things that we didn't do that I do did not miss. Mm. And this year we will not be doing some of those things that we did not miss, whether the invite comes or not. And it's not, it, it, this is like some very important times for us as people and as, with our children. And we're gonna protect those relationships. And if you have relationship problems with some of your family, why don't you pour yourself a drink or get yourself a plate of food and talk to them about it. Tell them about it. Be open and honest and kind. You're like you're not saying I say, hey, like this is what you know. I've been having a problem. I want to talk to you about this and then get it out. And maybe maybe you'll hash it out and you'll be the best Christmas ever. So I think 
drinking to tolerate is like probably never. I mean, I'm a person who's probably done that a few times with some things in my life, but don't do that. I was it never it never works out well in the end. I guess is kind of the way I would handle that one. So uh, I want to talk. I guess I think one thing we're omitting from this, and it's the same with fitness. It's the same with almost anything in your life. Is routine creates freedom. So if every other day of this week, Danny and I have a couple of things this weekend, but we we banged out a great a great week of food, of sleep, of stress management, of training, of getting some work done. So now when I go to Saturday night, that Saturday night is one two hour span of a you know a hundred and what is one hundred sixty eight hour week. So if I was bang on for like one hundred sixty other hours. And two of those hours, you know, I'm going to have fun and I'm going to eat a little bit more than I normally do. Mm. It's not going to be nearly as impactful on myself. Same with exercise. You you know, you you stay fit. You hit the gym. You go for walks. You do all these great things. Get your sleep in, you know, for three months. Then go away for a week to Mexico. Big fucking deal. It's, it's okay to take a week off. It's like it's okay. Mm. You've earned that right. But if you're somebody who's like, Every other day having a meal that's, you know, got your Christmas calories in it, you've got more of a problem. You've got more of an issue and it's not Christmas dinner. You know, it's everything else. So, well, I think with habits, so someone had mentioned that about that was their struggle is not being on routine. So let's say you're someone who has those two weeks off at Christmas and New Year's. So now you don't have to work. So why is all the other stuff also something you're not gonna do? Like you now have more time to exercise. Mm -hmm. You now have more time to spend with your kids and get outside. You have more time to maybe cook some healthier meals rather than just taking all of the things that that you know you strive on. um, uh, Like with when it comes to habits, you know that you're someone maybe a creature of habit, but then why are we taking, why are we putting ourselves outside of routine? The only routine you're lacking is actually creating more freedom. It's creating more time to do all those great things to make you feel good and to make you make sure that you have healthy food in the fridge so that when you all the time around that event, like Tony was saying about having a, a couple hours of an event, the rest of that time is now available to you, right? Instead of it being something like, and I get that people get tired and they feel like they need a, a, a rest, but I promise you, if you get outside and you go for a walk and you read and you um, get your fitness in and you drink more water and you eat healthy food in all that time, you will feel better than just saying, I need to put my feet up and I need to relax and I need to lay on the couch. I promise you'll feel better. And creating that routine and that list, I think, is big when you are on those holidays, right? That's something I had to get used to with my new schedule is you're off for, you know, five days at a time. And it's like, what do you, what we do know, I do? We know, Casey. Right? We know. And so, but if I don't, if I don't make a plan for my next day or for that week, you know, right. I can sit around, I'll sleep in, I'll sit around and I'm kind of like, okay, it's noon, I'd like to work out. And by mid-afternoon, like you've gotten barely anything done. Yeah. But if I decide the night before or leading up to that, it's like, okay, tomorrow at 9 a.m. I'm going to work out. So I'm still allowing myself that extra sleep, work out at 9, then I'm going to book like, doesn't even have to be anything specific, like a fun activity to do. Or I'm going to go for a walk or do meet up with my friend at this time mm-hmm. and this time. Well, now I've structured the start of my day and I get stuff you get so much more done or that daily chore book for 1 p.m. So at 1 p.m. you have to go do it. And now you get so much more accomplished and you're still on a routine and you feel good about it. And then you don't end up just laying around aimlessly trying to think of things to do. And then that, for me specifically, would turn into that like guilt. And then you're 
well, I feel shitty because I didn't do this today. So what's the, like, I might as well just eat something crappy this afternoon or you just fall into those habits. Yeah, the, the worst thing to do, and it's a lot with holidays because it's not technically just one meal. Like you have, like, again, I know people are thinking in their heads right now, okay, well, I don't just have one Christmas meal. I have like six or seven. Okay, fine, fine. That's ridiculous. But do you have six or seven? I have like meals? five. <laughs> and every time I That's visit, every time I'll visit somebody, it's uh, it's it's basically dinner, but it's appetizers come out, everything comes out, wine comes out. So every visit consists of a meal, regardless. But that's the wonderful thing about food; it brings people together. Make it that focus. But back to what I was trying to get to here is, if you're burning, if you're thinking about I'm gonna eat all this right now, and then tomorrow morning I'm gonna wake up and crush myself. I'm gonna go run hill sprints for three and a half hours because I ate five extra pieces of cheesecake. That's not what we want to try to do. That's, a, again, a bad relationship with food. So when you're eating the cake, be present, be mindful, eat it, enjoy it, and move on and go on to your next day. Don't think you're going to self-punish yourself the next day because you ate something bad. Mm-hmm. And don't ruin your routine. Like, yes. Don't be like, well, I ate shitty last night, so I'm off the wagon again. I can start. Yeah, I'll start back on New Year's. Come yeah. on, man. Come on. And sometimes Get yourself together. Yeah, Get yourself I, together. I used to do this. Put some pants on. Totally transparent. Yeah. Like, put some jeans on. Don't okay. put sweats on in the morning. Go for a walk we're, without we're underwear on. Wear underwear. Jogging pants. Okay, okay, guys. So, it, must have been, it must have been summer, though. Was it? Was, oh, no, you said it was, it was cold, brisk. too. It was, it was cold it was and this still happened. And they that's noticed. Even that's more impressive. That's what's even more impressive. You should be honored. It was October. Okay. Oh but like, it threw me off guard. Like, I'm just like, I mean, you're Italian. What can you do? Yeah, you Poor dogs heard that. Like, come on. The poor dog. Poor <laughs> How dare they be exposed They're to like, that type We're of never Irvin, stop with zooming you again. in. Stop zooming in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think that is uh, we've beaten this thing to death. I hope everybody here and everybody listening does have a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. And it doesn't have to be the end. It can be the start of something great. Okay, so don't feel like your nutrition's got to go. Don't feel like your workouts got to go by the wayside. Find a way, put your snow pants on, get outside, pull the kids on the sled. There's no better way to burn calories than that, running yeah. up and down a toboggan in the, hill. In like, Windsor, summer, winters. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Windsor. The wagon. It, uh, it snowed last year. We were outside playing football on Christmas Day. It's like 15 Day. degrees over here. <laughs> Nobody fun. even knows what that means, Casey. It was 15 degrees. What does that translate to? 65. Yeah, it is sunny and hot out today. So anyways, cheers to all of you. Thanks for coming on. And yeah, uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You filthy animals. Now's the time to do more and be more. 